Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. The New York Knicks are in the playoffs. Like for real, it's not a joke. The WNBA is kicking off its 25th season. Plus, can the Mets follow in the Knicks' footsteps? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. The New York Knicks are headed back to the NBA playoffs. They beat the San Antonio Spurs 102-98 last night. Uh, and they are guaranteed to be no lower than the sixth seed. The NBA's play-in tournament creates a little extra added excitement here as we wind down the NBA season. Joining me now from Locked On Knicks, Alex Wolf and Alex, you got a new head coach. Julius Randle has become a superstar player, and now you have this playoff berth. This is this is a Knicks team that feels very much ahead of schedule. So how much? Are you calling this season a win just right now, no matter what happens in the next few weeks? Oh, no matter what, the Knicks are playing with house money. I mean, this this season has been such a a huge step up from what anybody could have expected, I think. You know, I don't think anyone saw much more than maybe competing for the play-in. You know, I think a lot of people just kind of thought, oh, well, Tibbs isn't going to let them be any worse than at least a play-in team. And now they're, you know, they're a high, potentially a high playoff seed. There's There's still a chance they could end up with a uh, first round home court advantage if they can sneak their way back up into the four seed there. But like the big thing with this season, I've used this this analogy like four times now this week. It's very hot, hot on the presses right now. But, you know, when the Knicks had Carmelo Anthony the last time they were good in 2012-13, it seemed like from the minute that they acquired Melo based off all the assets it took and the fact that he was just entering his prime, Amari Stoudemire was on like an injury counter, which ran out very quickly. Um, you know, and, and they just kind of had to had to make those moves. Then it always seemed like the window was open and it was just kind of slowly closing the whole time that Melo was here and then eventually just slammed shut right after that 12, 13 season. Whereas right now the Knicks are good and they're, they're you know, not quite as good as that 12, 13 season, at least record wise, you know, or, or you know, uh, representative record wise, you know, when you factor in the shorter season. But the window feels like it's going up right now. Like they still haven't, the window hasn't reached its most open point yet. And I think that's how a lot of Knicks fans feel. Like this was never meant to be this good of a season from a winning perspective. And it has become that. And now I think fans are thinking, you know, starting to think big, you know, of, Hey, what's the next move? How, how did the Knicks now go from a top six seed, you know, a team that's probably going to finish eight or nine games above 500. If I had to guess, into you know that next echelon of team from there and it's it's a really intriguing uh question to be having as a Knicks fan after so long of being kind of in the in the cellar here what is it going to take to have them elevate this because Julius Randle showed this season and we'll see in the playoffs that anytime he steps on the court he can believe that he can be the best player on that given night so how do they take the proverbial next step i think the the great thing is that they're there could be multiple answers to this question, right? Like they're just keeping their options open, which is maybe the the last great thing that the previous front office did, which was not spending stupid money and not, you know, going after players that were on bad contracts and stuff. So that allowed 
this new front office to come in with a clean cap sheet this past year. I, the moral of the story is there's just there's a lot of different routes this team can take to get better. I look forward to seeing whatever it is, and I just hope that it's the right move when the time comes. Locked On Today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the new Odyssey app, and coming up, the WNBA is kicking off its 25th season. That's next. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. It was a controversial finish in Phoenix with a late foul call giving Devin Booker the go-ahead free throws with just over two seconds left, and the Suns beat the Trailblazers to pull within one game of the Utah Jazz for the top seed in the West. The Trailblazers' loss moves Dallas a half game up on them and into the five seed. It also gives the Lakers a little hope of getting out of the play-in round as they now only are one game back of Portland. A lot of Suns fans thinking of this game at home versus the Portland Trailblazers with just three left in the season as a little bit of a playoff tune-up. And it delivered. 118-117 victory by the Suns over Portland on their home court. Uh, Brendan Clean here with you from Locked On Suns to break it down. Campaign off the bench with the massive night. Turnovers and miscues, late missed free throws from both Dario Sharge for the Suns, Robert Covington for the Trailblazers. It just had the feel and the um, momentum of a real playoff game. I guess that's what the play-in game is doing here in the Western Conference this season. The NBA's tricks are working. We are getting competitive basketball late into the season. This one definitely felt as if both teams really wanted it. Monty Williams, head coach of the Suns, as happy as I've seen him after a game uh, based on how the team really had to execute and figure out a way to uh, string, string enough plays together to come out on top. And they are now just one game back on the one seed and helping themselves as well by getting Portland a little closer to that play-in tournament and getting the Lakers a little closer to the sixth seed. If Giannis looks like he did last night, the Bucks are heading into the playoffs in great position. What's up, everyone? Kane Pittman here from Locked on Bucks. Milwaukee pick up another win, 142-133 over the Pacers in a game that never really felt as close as the scoreboard indicated. Some pretty impressive shot making from the Pacers kept them in this one. Uh, Justin Holiday had six threes in the first quarter. That certainly uh, helped the Pacers stay within reach here. But Giannis, he was the story. He dunked on just about every single active player on the Pacers roster. It was incredibly fun to watch. Uh, probably four or five huge dunks from Giannis on the night. He finished with 40 points, 15 rebounds, six assists. The Bucks get the job done, and Giannis played really well. The best team in the National League isn't the Dodgers. It's not the Padres. It's not even the Cardinals. Ben Kaspik with the Locked On Giants podcast. The Giants take care of business tonight against the Pirates. And I was just wondering, at what point did the Giants become this team where you fully expect them to go into a city like Pittsburgh and take care of business? They have proven to be a superior team. They are currently the best team in the National League. They're 23 and 14, uh, and they're playing shorthanded, and I still expected them to go in to Pittsburgh and take care of business. They're missing, uh, Brandon Belt and Brandon Crawford were supposed to be in the lineup, but weren't. Uh, Crawford vaccine side effects, Belt side tightness. They're missing Alex Dickerson. They're missing Tommy LaStella. So the Giants depth is on display, and their starting pitching was on display again. What else is new? 
Anthony DiSclefani, five really good shutout innings. The bullpen held strong. Tyler Rogers closed it out in the ninth. Usually Jake McGee getting saves, but Gabe Kapler said when there are righties coming up, he's not going to be afraid to go to Rogers, who had a really clean, dominant inning. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for today on betonline.ag. With the NFL schedule released this week, you can now bet on week one games like the Cowboys at Buccaneers. The betonline.ag line for that game is Tampa giving six. The New Orleans Saints will be without Drew Brees for the first time in a long time. The Packers uh, might have Aaron Rodgers. The betonline.ag line for their week one matchup is the Saints giving two and a half. The Cleveland Browns are expected to be in the AFC mix this year. They open in Kansas City. The betonline.ag line for this game says they're not really buying the Browns as much of a threat to the Chiefs, who are five and a half point favorites. For all your NBA, MLB, NHL, horse racing, and of course, NFL future needs, check out the latest on betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On for that 50% welcome bonus. Here is another story you need to know. The WNBA will launch its 25th season today. Joining me now from Locked On Women's Basketball, Erica Ayala. And Erica, this is a a terrific achievement for the league that if you're a certain age, uh, I I will date myself on this. It does seem like um, I remember when, when the WNBA launched. It doesn't seem like 25 years ago to me, and yet... This should be a celebratory kind of season, and yet we're coming out of what was dubbed the Wubble and will not be playing uh, in that, but we're still playing in the backdrop of COVID-19 here. Yes, uh, so much happening as we get started today. Uh, You've got a a great deal of teams that are going to be playing. They will be in market, so that's different from from our Wubble season. The New York Liberty, they um, have suspended for the full season Asia Durr, um, who was featured in a lot of different places, but also, you know, on HBO uh, Real Sports because she is an athlete that is considered a long hauler, someone who has had lasting um, symptoms and implications because of contracting COVID-19. There is now this idea of the vaccination question, and that is something that we're already seeing pop up here. Yes, absolutely. Unfortunately, uh, Atlanta Dream forward Cheyenne Parker, she went on Instagram. A lot of us were watching the 144 film, and she went on Instagram to to say that she received a positive COVID test. Uh, it's been known that, that Cheyenne has opted not to get vaccinated. She's the only player from that Atlanta Dream roster, according to her, that has not been vaccinated and now has a positive test. So there is some element of choice um, and there are a lot of different reasons. And for Locked On Women's Basketball, I went into some of that why players might opt not to get the vaccine, but we're seeing that that's still going to play out in this WNBA season. Since you and I last spoke, we had a WNBA draft. We had the end of the the women's college basketball season. So is there, uh, it, it is extremely difficult. We talked about this after the draft for these rookies to come in and make an impact, but hope spring is eternal with rookies and the draft in every sport. Is there someone you have your eye on here 
early in the season? There are a lot of players that I think will have the opportunity to really make an impact. And you start, of course, with the first overall pick in Charlie Collier. Um, you know, Charlie is on the, the Dallas Wings team, and they will be without their number two overall pick from last season, Satu Sabali, who plays overseas. And because of the different protocols, will will be a little bit delayed. Um, so expect Charlie Collier uh, to really pick up some minutes early and and we'll see what she can do. I think also Kaiser, I always pronounce her last name wrong, but uh, Kaiser with Indiana is also a player that is really going to make an impact for the Indiana franchise. I think she'll have the opportunity to make an impact on the court, but I think also Tamika Catchings and Indiana Fever really want to see Kaiser kind of build up this idea of a franchise player again, one that arguably we haven't seen since Tamika Catchings. Can the Mets follow in the Knicks' footsteps? Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. They've got nine delicious base flavors, flavors like coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. Double chocolate was the first one I ever had, and it was what absolutely blew my mind about Built Bars because they deliver on the promise of being the best tasting protein bar ever. But they also have limited time flavors, flavors that will sell out if you don't jump on them quickly because they are unbelievable. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKS15 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKS15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. The New York Knicks are headed back to the playoffs. Can another wandering in the desert New York franchise make the same turn? Joining me now from Locked on Mets, Ryan Finkelstein. And and Ryan, I'm just going to put it to you plainly. What is it going to take for the Mets to follow their crosstown brothers lead? Well, I guess if we're following the Tibbs method, maybe some rookie pitchers need to like throw like 250 innings this year. <laughs> you just kind of ride out the young guns, right? That's how you have some success if you're in New York and you're trying to break a playoff drought. But yeah, some consistency would be nice. And maybe the Mets are finding that right now. What's weird is it didn't take an ownership change for the Knicks. The Mets got their ownership change in Steve Cohen and and early returns there seem to be good, right? So could you say that, that you feel like this is at least headed in the right direction? Absolutely. I think that the ownership change brought new life into the franchise. When you have players like Francisco Lindor that you don't just acquire as a rental, but you commit to them long-term, that tells you there's something different here. And now it feels like the Mets might be heading down the right path with the seven-game winning streak. It feels pretty good right now. And not just the winning streak, but now the word is coming down from Albany that the expanded capacities are going to be here if this team later in the season, if they're chasing a playoff berth, if they get playoff games, we could actually get a a raucous crowd in Queens, and that would be pretty cool. Absolutely. I, I think that's what we're all looking forward to. There was something lifeless about cardboard cutout baseball. So even mm-hmm. the 8,000 you know, seated crowd is a lot better. But certainly what we saw in 2015 and 2016 is when the Mets get good, that building can rock. From a from a personnel standpoint, do you feel like this team as currently constructed can push for a playoff spot? Or is there 
their future moves, whether it's this season or or in the future, that they need to take that next, you know, the proverbial next step? Well, as they always say, when you get healthy, you can take off, especially in baseball. And right now the Mets have some big horses coming back in Noah Syndergaard, Carlos Carrasco, Seth Lugo. So once they get those arms back, this team should be even better than they are right now. And right now that staff has the second best ERA in baseball. And finally, Milwaukee Brewers right-hander Corbin Burns set the record for strikeouts without a walk to start the season on Thursday, extending the mark to 58 before issuing his first free pass of the season in the fifth inning of a 2-0 loss to the St. Louis Cardinals. It was pretty cool, Burns said of the ovation from the crowd after breaking Kenley Jansen's record. Whenever you get them standing behind you like that, cheering you on, it definitely gives you some chills was a cool moment to do it at home. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on Monday, Locked on Today's NBA Award Show Spectacular. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.